Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about why we should be wiser tomorrow than we are today. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about why Christians should want wisdom. You know, when we were kids, at some point we were probably asked what superpower we would want if we could have one. And I, I think it's safe to assume that most of us didn't think we wanted unnatural wisdom. Feel free to let me know in the comments what superpower you would want. But I think it's a fair assumption that most of us would not want wisdom first and foremost. You know, maybe we wanted to fly. Maybe we wanted to be invisible. I wrote a paper when I was in elementary school that I wanted infinite pockets. I wanted to have such deep pockets that I could fit anything I could ever want in them. Turns out uh, I found them. Cargo pants were out there already. Uh, But I guess uh, wisdom was just too dull for me. So why then does wisdom appear as such a virtue in the Bible? Why should I want to be wiser tomorrow than I am today? You know, while 10-year-old Brandon may have thought that deep pockets would bring me happiness, the Bible says that it is in fact wisdom that I can can give me actual, real, lasting happiness. Proverbs 3.13 says, Happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding in the New King James Version. Proverbs 24.13, My son, eat honey, for it is good, and the honeycomb, which is sweet to your taste, so shall the knowledge of wisdom be to your soul. If you have found it, There is prospect, and your hope will not be cut off. In other words, wisdom is how I can look to the future and see the prospects, how I can see hope in the future. It's the tool I need to have enduring happiness. Proverbs 19.8 says, The one who gets wisdom loves life. The one who cherishes understanding will soon prosper. In other words, do yourself a favor and get some wisdom. Proverbs 8.32 sums it all up brilliantly with wisdom talking and saying to us, Now then, my children, listen to me. Blessed are those who keep my ways. Listen to my instruction and be wise. Do not disregard it. Blessed are those who listen to me, watching daily at my doors, waiting at my doorway. For those who find me find life and receive favor from the Lord. But those who fail to find me harm themselves. All who hate me love death. What's it saying there? It's saying, if we don't get wise, we're begging for death. In the Proverbs, that's probably referring to a physical death, which is very possible. When we aren't very wise, it's easier for us to get ourselves into physical danger. But the New Testament warns of a far more terrifying death, an eternal death that we face if we do not get wise now. And therefore, the command Get wisdom that we find throughout the Proverbs is so important. As Proverbs 16, 16 puts it, how much better to get wisdom than gold? You know, true happiness, which we all want, it can only be obtained through wisdom. I emphasize true happiness here because without wisdom, we can still be happy. We can be foolish and very happy, but that happiness is going to be short-lived. Proverbs 15, 21 affirms, Folly brings joy to one who has no sense, but whoever has understanding keeps a straight course. You know, foolishness, that can bring joy, but that joy is not true. It's temporal. It's going to fade. That's why James told that story about the businessmen. He wrote in James 4, 13, Now listen, you who say today or tomorrow will go 
to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why, you don't even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it's the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes. All such boasting is evil. You know, the businessmen, they found a sense of fulfillment, a sense of happiness in carrying out their business. It sounds like it made them very happy. But that happiness was just a mist, James says. It was just going to appear for a little while and then fade away because their plan lacked godly wisdom. That's why it's so important that I strive every day to be wiser tomorrow than I am today because that's the only way I can find true and lasting happiness. So fine, I need wisdom. I need to trade in my deep pockets and want some wisdom instead. But what is wisdom? There's lots of people who claim to be wise and they would look at me and they would say, it's not very wise to follow a man who walked on the earth 2000 years ago, was crucified, and now tells me that I need to pick up my cross and be ready to be crucified too. They'll say that's not very wise. So what is godly wisdom? And what does a person look like when they have it? Well, first, a person with godly wisdom is going to fear God. A wise person can see the Almighty God for who he is. And the response to that is going to be worship and awe. Proverbs 9.10 makes that clear. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. If our journey towards wisdom doesn't start with a healthy fear of the Lord, respecting his power, respecting his authority, then we're never going to develop the godly wisdom that leads to lasting happiness. You know, once that respect of God is instilled, the rest of the hurdles we face when we're trying to get wisdom, they start to be easier to jump. You know, for example, Proverbs 11.2 says, when pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. A proud person doesn't fear God. They don't show him the respect he deserves. They usurp that for themselves. On the other hand, the wise person, he's marked by humility. The wise person depends on God for everything and refuses to take credit for what God does. Humility opens up a whole hall of doors for wisdom to walk through. The, the proud person won't admit when they're wrong. They won't admit when they need to change. But the humble person is open to change because they know they're imperfect on their own and they need God to mold them into something greater every day. That's wisdom. The proud person rejects advice, rejects instruction. They want to be in charge of their lives even when they're wrong. The humble person knows, though, that they're not going to get very far relying only on themselves, that they need help. And that's why Moses said that wisdom means that we know and keep the commandments of God, not just making up our own rules, because eventually my perspective, my knowledge is not going to be enough. The humble person, the wise person respects that. Humility, unlike pride, does not recoil when commanded to go and do something. Moses taught us that wisdom consists of obeying God and trusting his commands. Deuteronomy 4, 5 through 6 says, See, I have taught you decrees and laws as the Lord my God commanded me, so that you may follow them in the land you are entering to take possession of, 
observe them carefully, for this will show your wisdom and understanding to the nations who will hear about all these decrees and say, surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. Wisdom requires reliance on someone other than yourself. That means people who are older, more experienced than you are. That means people uh, who are just other Christians who have a different perspective on what you're dealing with. And of course, most of all, it means God himself. Jesus said this was true about his own words, not just the, the, the scriptures of the Old Testament, but the words he spoke himself and his inspired uh, apostles. It says, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Matthew 7, 24. Humility allows us to embrace those commands of God, both the ones in the, the Old Testament and the ones that, that Jesus gave us, and apply them to our lives. That's the mark of wisdom. Godly wisdom begins with the fear of the Lord, and it is the only way that we will find true and lasting happiness. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily, and I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure that others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.